welcome hey. out to hey, welcome out to Third World Linux episode ninety eight. Uh, another one of those third worldy third world Linux episodes. I'm Jao. My name is Ag. Third worldy, third worldy. <laughs> we had that episode that was third world comma Linux where we talked about like straight up like developing country. Then anyway, um, ninety eight. Uh, yeah, like th- third world problems. <laughs> But solved by Linux. Well, this is weird though because it's like a third world problem that is in many ways unique to Linux. But mm. before we get into that, 1998 was a pretty big year for new metal because it was the year that um, Korn's Follow the Leader album came out. Either way, um, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do this until like. <laughs> All right, <laughs> episode one hundred. I prepare something for ninety nine. Sure. <laughs> one of my favorite Eraserheads albums came out in ninety nine. Um, so we were on the plug Facebook. Um, not that we're plugging Facebook or anything. The Philippine <laughs> Linux Philippine users group. Yeah, and um, I uh, the wit. <laughs> <laughs> we're plugging plug, um, and there was this one post that i found really interesting um it was this dude that was asking where he can get ubuntu apps and by apps we mean like software right not um not apps for ubuntu mobile so ubuntu packages <laughs> programs yeah. yeah packages i think is the proper term yeah so you know the or obvious the obvious idea is or the the obvious thing to say is uh just head over to the Ubuntu Software Center, bleh, or um, just app get install your way to glory, right? Yeah. But he doesn't have an internet connection at home, and is using or and has to go to an internet cafe to download his software. So if you're on Windows, you just get the .exe file and install it when you get home. If you're on Mac, you get the .dmg file, install it when you get home. With Linux, it becomes a bit of a problem because you have to pull down all of the dependencies and stuff. And it might be kind of daunting for a noob to like go to an internet cafe and just download all of the dependencies and sort of hack it together when you get home. <laughs> or might paranoid the other customers. <laughs> what is he doing with the computer things? <laughs> yeah. So I found that really interesting. And um, when we were talking about like snaps and uh flat packs right flat packs shout out mm-hmm. to shout out to Damon for saying like hey it's flat packs now um what do you call it that could be solving that specific yeah, problem yeah that specific problem which i never really thought about because i usually have an internet connection at home and like or if, we connect with via 3g yeah yeah that, that's that's what i mean like if the wired connection yeah, we, is down there's always the lte connection um and since we use laptops uh it's it's just sort of easy to head over to the internet cafe and ask him if he can just plug it into the wall mm-hmm. we used to do that remember <laughs> like hey yeah yeah you have a you have an ethernet cable you know which, uh, which isn't like the case these days. A lot, a lot are not doing that anymore. Really? Yeah. Even the co-working spaces that I've been to, some of them don't do 
like um you know, cables anymore. But the say if those co-working spaces they have those private rooms, private private meeting rooms, those are the mm-hmm. ones that have cables. Okay. All right. But if you're just going to rent say a normal table or a normal space in that co-working space, yeah, it's a uh, a Wi-Fi connection? Yeah, it's Wi-Fi connection. Well, given like internet connection speeds here, you know. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's go back to before suffice. we address internet connection speeds. <laughs> let's go back to solving that specific solution. Some of the uh, some of the solutions that people had here were like pretty cool. Just like yeah, just use your phone. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, LTE connection. Say it isn't, man. Yeah, say it isn't an option. Say economic restraints because of data caps. Uh, um. There was this other guy that uh, tried, what's it, uh, that 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 recommended this piece of software, but I really didn't check it out. Um, I, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Um, Speaking of plug, I'm going to go to plug right now to look at the thread also. Hopefully yeah. the internet holds up. Well, there wasn't very much on it, though, because um, it was... Uh, the, the, the the top two were uh use your LTE connection or use your phone use your cell phone and tether it to your computer and the second guy says Matrabahoyan because yes yeah, right because you have a lot of work. Because you have to get the dependencies, you know. Mm, Kamikri? Is this the one? Yeah. I, I have no idea Kamikri. what it does. Kamikri. Kamisri. I have no idea how to pronounce it. Samis yeah um download the system updates to the different computer that has internet and then put in the flash right then apply to the computer things you have download it's a filipino developer oh 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 should link this but add this to the show notes in cube server right um time to whip out shout out to the third world (laughs) <laughs> whipping out yeah. the Peppa Pig notebook. What was I supposed to put in? Um, Kamikri. Yeah, but there was, an, there was another thing that I said I would put in. Peppa Pig? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Linux like Slug Radio. This person's beans. I hope this is still alive. I hope this project is still alive. Because hmm. the last updates are 2015. Huh. If the If the dude is like available and stuff it's it's a uh, it's on launchpad um we should try to get him on the show exactly so there's something we have to add for next week's testing or in a few weeks or so is a portable package manager that can be used and run in any platform online and offline huh. Huh. in flash drive or any other removable devices without installing anything it yeah. enables you to download linux applications to any computer and, and install it to your oh oh Oh, <laughs> this this looks really good. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the sound of discovery. <laughs> oh shit! You can get it via app to get. Okay, th- there's the thing now. How does he get this first? <laughs> there's the conundrum. You see, <laughs> there's a Windows. There's a Windows version. <laughs> Download the fucking Windows version and hope that. Like you can get Linux software on it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, exactly. I'm, I'm totally gonna check this out, and we're gonna yeah, we're gonna 
gonna try to get hold of the person who made or at it the because. or at the very least just fucking try it out and or see, at the very least try it out and see how horribly we fail at it most likely <laughs> like knowing ourselves it's pretty much a race against time how are you gonna fail <laughs> like how long till a uh, failure like we should time that how long till we break something when we do <laughs> like or like zero to problem pretty much <laughs> yeah yeah Zero to problem. <sighs> hmm, so there's that. That should be interesting. I, I can't think of any more um, problem or solution for that because it never. Uh, I've never encountered that problem before from that person that that person has. So I'm not sure how to solve it any other way. Yeah, I mean, and it's a uniquely it's a uniquely third world problem. I mean, problem that we experience here. That's why I'm not surprised that. It was a Filipino who came up with it. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Like, just when you thought that you, like, we, we all thought that, oh, mobile and it's ubiquity here. And then you, you still have those problems. And uh, here I am tempted to go back to my mountain allegories. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, people in the mountains. <laughs> I, I got so conscious of that after it was pointed out. Why do I like using the mountains as the <laughs> <Yeah>. example? <laughs> I got so conscious. Fine, I, next time I'm gonna use the sea or the rice plains and the rice paddies. Should stock up. <laughs> then Different people geographical the, features of the Philippines. But the people that live on the fucking rice paddies, those are still on mountains because, like, that's how they do the irrigation, right? It's all when it rains, yeah. the water starts to go down the mountain because of gravity and whatnot. Well, technically, in the valleys of Cagayan and Marikina, <laughs> oh, not, not Marikina, Cagayan and Bulacan, which is called. For those who do not know, like, um, the rice banquet of, what do you call that? Rice something of the Philippines. <laughs> no idea, man. That, that's a t-shirt. Um, you, rice cavan of the Philippines or something. That area, region four. Ah, uh, Luzon guys, man. You know, it's a Hekasi, it's a Hekasi thing. Um, which is short for history, economics, culture, and society. Anyway. Oh, um, speaking of which, we're not going to talk about the hashtag Brexit. Yeah, because it's too far. It's too far away from here. <laughs> oh, the only... Like, the... the um, the, What's well, actually really interesting, and it could have, like, implications on the rest of the world because of its effect on um, the world stock market, etc. But the thing that I find really cool about it is that scotland wants to exit the uk right once again try to exit it is thinking about (laughs) i I just want to have the fucking hashtag sex it all over twitter (laughs) 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 what i found about brexit and i'm probably wrong i'm not sure uh i only have uh, a hobbyist to enthusiast level understanding of most foreign law is um isn't the referendum just a suggestion? <laughs> I think so. So, unless the next government is actually going to implement the Brexit strategies, if you will, they're not leaving the United Kingdom anytime soon, right? The EU? Uh, the EU is not going to leave the... Uh, yeah, the United Kingdom is not going to leave the EU anytime soon, right? So that's what I find funny. Or is it it's Great just Britain? a suggestion. <laughs> is Great Britain going to leave the EU? What's the uh, difference between again, the UK and Great Britain? There's a CGP Grey video on it. Because like, even Hannah asked me about it. I mean, she asked me about it. And I was like, hey, uh, you should watch this video by CGP Grey. 
yeah. explaining the difference. Uh, well, anyway, the entire British Isles. Anyway, it's like enough about <laughs> British that. British Isles. Um, <laughs> what? Okay, <laughs> and we have to start thinking about what the Commonwealth is. Um, yeah, and uh, new territories or something like the Gibraltar and Falklands. Anyway, <laughs> and what the Brexit means. means. Yeah, just when we said we're not going to talk about it. Um, it's gonna. My biggest concern also is what's it? Was it? What is it gonna mean for uh, the Ubuntu podcast? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's gonna be okay, right? Like, it's not gonna change. Still, still a thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess. Yeah, Mr. Wimpress. Does this mean like not <laughs> as many people in Og Camp? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm laughing, but I'm dying inside. <laughs> for well, that's how we deal with loss, right? Like that's, that's how that's how Filipinos <laughs> deal with tragedy. <laughs> we laugh off political like killings and fucking war in the, the commute. Yeah, the daily traffic. <laughs> you're laughing, but you're dying inside. <laughs> that escalated. <laughs> Here we are talking about our favorite, other favorite podcasts, and like, and dying. <laughs> Um, uh, kidding again. Um, I'm not sure about the economic or repercussions about it, but my other concern is because I'm really excited because I'm applying a research grant for Tate Museum. I'm not sure if it's gonna pan out. Hopefully, it pans out, and I'm gonna be in London from January crossed. to March. Hmm? Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. I'm gonna be in London January to March. Now, well, I'm not afraid of the of the uh, racism that I might possibly encounter. <laughs> Judging from how people on Brex- Twitter, like our pro Brexiters, are reacting, I'm more concerned about uh, the weather <laughs> and um, if my netbook is gonna survive said weather. <laughs> it has not experienced extreme cold. <laughs> oh, should be fine. Yeah, should be fine. Anyway, and for yeah, it um, would be nice to bring it actually. Like when doing my research. And I'm using a Linux computer. Yeah. So uh, there was another thing that we were going to talk about that was kind of third worldish, or that was fairly third world. Um, it was What's, from there's an operating system that just free to download. Forgot the name because <laughs> quality podcast, ladies and gents. I mean, like everything. We do wrong. our research. Not see that's like a 1998 joke <laughs> when you end it <laughs> when you end things with not like. <laughs> All right, so um, here the internet isn't available in most languages. Oh, there you go, there you go. What say you? It's, it sucks. Um, it's, a, it's an <laughs> article on the Atlantic. But the, uh, yeah. How do we solve that problem? Hmm. I, I just misspelled available on the show notes, or not the show notes, in my little notebook. Ah, well. Yeah, well. yeah, so apparently the internet isn't available in most languages. But then, yeah. Uh, what I want to know is how critical, or not how critical, how aggressive, is it the right term I'm looking for? Are the localization, not programs, more of like, how do we go about translating the internet? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Part of it also has to do with demand, right? But then this is like a great... um. 
this is where open source is yeah. really good, right? Because if um if you get people to contribute to stuff like this. By the way, I'm signing us up for uh, the translation team for the Ubuntu Mate welcome screen. Um, oh, yeah. Then that is how that can help out sort of this uh, problem of lack of localization. Yeah, because we, we, like, for open source, you could have the man, you can easily get manpower while for, you know, proprietary, you actually need to hire translators. But do you think, because this is something I don't, I haven't noticed or don't observe. Do you think the quality has, like, the, the quality of the translations uh, go down? No, I wouldn't think so. Because language is something that is shared by a community. And it is a community that refines and sort of changes language. Uh, yeah, but by the nature of open source, other people will also check on it and make sure Yeah, yeah that it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the flip Rather side of than, this, mm-hmm. the, the the flip side of this is like some of the languages that were mentioned in the article are, um, say, like Gaelic, which is something that's spoken by just a small fraction of people in Ireland, and yeah, the demand has to be there. Yeah, the the demand has to be there. Um, but then you know, on, on the one hand, um, on the one hand, it is a great thing to preserve languages you know um but then it starts to become kind of shitty when the preservation of this language um sort of puts a person who speaks it natively and is monolingual at some sort of disadvantage because they can't access the internet yeah yeah that's that i guess that's the concern about it because how are you like how are you going to introduce the person to the internet if you that person won't even understand the words there yep so and yeah, that, that, that's there's no of, justification to uh, say it's a oh it's a, you're only small so we don't need to do it for you. Yeah. Um. But then the other, but then like another question is, um, is is it the role of the internet to preserve language? You know, like, um, like is the internet supposed to be a place where the strong languages survive and? A lot of these endangered languages just a lot of these endangered languages just sort of die out off the internet because mm-hmm. say most Gaelic speakers are bilingual with English anyway, so the English version of the website is good enough. Yes. That's what which what happens to me. I always just turn off the, the Tagalog translation. Yeah. Well, personally I think that the internet should be a place that kind of keeps uh that that, that can be used no. The internet can and probably should be used for the preservation of language because if the internet purports to be the, like, sum total of humanity's collective knowledge, Mm -hmm. then these fucking 1,519 languages out of the 7,100 languages that are in danger of extinction should form part of this collective human experience. And to have it underrepresented on the internet is kind of tragic mm-hmm. it is especially if we or modern society is espousing that the internet is the ultimate example or the ultimate form of democracy it's the most democratic form of technology yeah so nobody should be left out of the internet so even if it's just like five people but if 
to for them but and for them if they need to have the internet translated for them so that they would be able to use it it should be the case there should be no ifs and buts in there and that's i guess yeah. the nice thing again we're, we're tooting our own horn because we love open source did i use the metaphor right i did uh, <laughs> the because open source sets up that possibility yeah it's just a matter of just putting in the work i guess pero kung ng anak ba nganong ga in english ta kiatay um dili ako magtuong bisaya ganun eh no um i had a i i had another like devil's advocate like an like another flip side to the flip side about um the Yeah, democracy. Like it's it's the ultimate like democratic, um, the ultimate democratic platform, right? Mm-hmm. But then the more cynical political scientist will say that democracy is nothing but the rule of the majority, or if you want to use the philosophical term, the tyranny of yeah, rather the majority. The, the, the tyranny of the majority. So, like, if you look at um, if you look at that 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 Roman uh, political or Brexit, for example, <laughs> <laughs> or our elections, or any other election where it's first past the post. Yeah, you've been you've been you've been listening to the Hello Internet podcast. I see. Um, yeah, Brady Heron. Yeah, aside from you know <laughs> the things I listen to, aside from um, WWE entrance music. But anyway. Uh, what do you, what was, what was the thing? Yeah, it becomes the tyranny of the majority. Um, and I guess it should be noted though, like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm, I'm gonna sidetrack a little bit here that, uh, that the Philippine elections or the, the, the yeah, our voting system, uh, doesn't rely on a majority, but rather a plurality. Like we've only had one president in the history of the Philippines that has won With majority. over 50% of the vote. Yeah. Like, everybody else has been a plurality. So, like, even our most recent president-elect uh, got 35% of the votes, I think. And yeah. our current president is, got something like 40, maybe? Yeah. Just around 35, around that. Yeah. So, like, we've only ever had one president that was elected by the majority of registered voters. And he was the one that we decided to like kick out <laughs> well one of the two one of the two that we decided to kick out <laughs> the first one was really fishy and it requires a long story probably a podcast in itself the second one ooh, they didn't open an envelope <laughs> oh there, there was a there was an interesting case about his um, impeachment resignation etc mm-hmm. but I don't really want to get into that Um. So yeah. So I guess it depends on what you mean by a democracy. Democracy, right? In that sense, it's just I think, and we're advocates of the free and open internet. Yeah, which means it has to have access to everyone, or it will allow access to everyone. Yeah. So that's I, how I, guess, I mean it by it. So I guess, like a question, a worthwhile question to ask is, um, if the internet. Is you know if we have a free and open internet, um, where does one say draw the line uh, when it comes to making sure that there is access for those people that speak those 
funky languages in Papua New Guinea. Yeah, this is where political economy comes into play. Because, of course, resources will all, like, there is a allocate, the, the tricky thing is how do you allocate that scarce resource? Yeah. You actually need to put, and when I mean resource in this context, that not necessarily mean money or funding, just the time. Is it worth it to make, uh, the internet? Is it really worth it to make, to make translations for like, you know, 20, 50 people for them to be able to use the internet? Philosophically, hell yeah. But there goes the human element. Like, to follow that internet parlance, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's like, um, it's, uh, it's, it, like, like, since, since we're talking about, like, the economics of it, or since we're talking about economics, uh, there, there is that invisible hand with the visible hand of the government. Indeed. Now, the, the question is, how visible does the hand of the government have to be, right? So the more libertarian sort of thinker would say that Cut only, when it, no, only when it comes to... Yeah, libertarians. So libertarians are anarchists? No, they're not. They're um, ultimate Emersons, self-reliance and all that. Yeah, so, they, at, so 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 at, at what point does the government step in in the mind of a libertarian? Nowhere. They are anarchists. By that no, definition. but ah, uh, because uh, okay, huh? That's how I not because hmm, yeah, because because my understanding of like um, libertarian philosophy is that it is very minimal to the point that yeah, minimal it is intervention only in, that government in, exists only to put borders. Yeah, and I, I guess in times of war or something like I, I don't know. Um, like people in times of war. I'm sure somebody is going to email us, but while while you yeah. you know, we're not political economists or or <laughs> political. Theorists. I'm, I'm looking anyway. it up. I'm, I'm looking it up. Uh, but I know, because what differentiates anarchy from libertarians is anarchists don't recognize anything. They don't recognize anything. Yeah, it's just all for chaos, right? Oh, anarchy as a political philosophy is no government. So if you have a tribe that doesn't have a leader, but then they have situational leadership, that is to say, when we go out for the hunt, everybody votes on who the best hunter is and that person is the quote-unquote leader of the activity for the day that is anarchy mm-hmm. okay yeah um <laughs> pretty much the linux mobile market <laughs> sorry <laughs> Ooh, we uh, have a leader for sorry the day. sorry i've been like it's 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 the punk rock in me that, that, that that's anarchy as a um minarchists think that minimum minimal centralized government is necessary anarchists yeah um eliminate the state yeah for me the anarchists are eliminate the state libertarians are not eliminate the state but the state should not interfere with their own affairs yeah and if i'm not mistaken libertarians also like privatization of everything right then i, I guess there are a bunch of different like, libertarian. Sub- subtle yeah. nuances yeah left libertarians there's left libertarian uh <laughs> For some state welfare programs. Libertarian socialism. What? <laughs> um, huh. Emphasizes civil liberties with a limited government under the rule of law. But shared resources? Uh, oh, Keynes. Was led by da-da-da-da. Accepts uh, some degree of welfare provision by the state, but greatly reduced. Eh. Sorry. Either way. Point is, like, if the resources call for it, 
why not? Ideally, of course, we want them to have access to the internet. We want everybody to have access to the internet, preferably using uh, open source technologies. But, uh, you know, things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> things happen and uh, you're not sure. Yeah. Uh, but there. So basically, it's um, how regulated should the internet be? In the sense that should there be like some pressure from somewhere, some authority to get the internet translated for those 50 people? Mm. Or do we just go with the whole social Darwinism thing and be like, fuck it, they don't speak English. They should be the one learning the current language. Yeah, that, that, or we could go with that, but I'm not, I feel uncomfortable with that. <laughs> if that's the option, the government goes, like, learn English. Jeez, <laughs> is it too much? Like, Oh, that's I'm, know, I'm that, uncomfortable just, with that. What? Just, just something totally random. Um, sometimes when we record, I just like roll a d20. It's mm-hmm. my um my stress ball. And when you said two, I rolled a two. Oh, <laughs> moving my, on. <laughs> my stress ball. You were you got angry once with my stress ball because it's my camera blower, like air cleaner. <laughs> you said it. The mic was picking it up. It was a weird sound. Like oops. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny. It it, it sounded like a it, it sounded like Paolo, like a Paolo recording. Ah, Paolo breathing. It, yeah, uh I'm gonna feel uncomfortable if the government goes like that. Either way. Either way. The answer lies somewhere in the middle. <laughs> what? But does it really? <laughs> in this case, I'm not sure. Dear listeners, what do you think? <laughs> I have a feeling. I was like, that was such an obvious. <laughs> Could see that from a mile away. I say the government should issue a referendum. <laughs> right. Uh, so for podcasts and stuff, head over to channel14.com. Follow us on Twitter at, channel, at Third World Linux and at ch14. Um, if you want to email us and. Tell us your views on languages and stuff like that, or improve our definitions of. <laughs> of uh, no, what did I? What my head suddenly said? Improve the definition of Nazism. <laughs> we didn't even talk about that. Come on, brain. Um, yeah. So did we talk about anarchy? There yeah, you go. Anarchy, libertarianism, anarchy and libertarianism, etc. Et and how it applies to open source. Yeah, libertarianism. Uh, yeah, so anarchy, like, also known as the Ubuntu mobile market. I mean, like not Ubuntu, <laughs> no. pretty much the Linux mobile market. Like, where really are our phones? So much anarchy. No, we don't need phones. Sorry, <laughs> down with the phone. Sorry. Um, yeah. So, anyway, uh, what was it? Uh, email us Linux at channel fourteen dot com or contact at channel fourteen dot com. The former gets to the two of us. The latter gets to everybody else on channel 14 as well as us just making sure that you know yeah um there's a youtube page but there isn't very much going on there Uh, yeah um i'm gonna suggest something to the youtube page you should buy tabletop simulator it's on sale right now yeah Yeah. since that's the thing the boys have now yeah but the thing is schedules it's a hell 
Yeah. Uh, Martin has a Jobber Talk episode that either just came out or is coming out soon. Uh, Radio Norm. Norm has his he's microphone back, back so he, yeah. he's going to be recording he's back again. Recording. He, should show up. he should show up on a Bodega Nights pretty soon. Uh, is there anything else? Help us unsuck. Yes, by heading over to patreon.com slash channel 14. Patreon people, you guys are awesome. Um, so until next week, keep on Linuxing. And do things for love, not anarchy. Or anarchy. Or anarchy. If Folks that's what you love. Dead. Team sale. Yeah. I find it funny. Not not really funny. I find it nice of uh, our dear fellow friend and fellow Child 14 member, Paolo, who gave me a late gift, which is uh, Sleeping Dogs, a definitive edition, because it was on sale on Steam. Mm-hmm. And he was like, here, you know, eat pork buns. What? Oh, it's the game inside <laughs> the show. In the game, you have to eat pork buns. Okay, okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> It's like, cause if he said me eat pork buns, yeah, I mean, I will. <laughs> you know, if he said that to me. <laughs> so, but yeah, thank you to the guy. Uh huh. So, how was the game? Hmm, the game. Well, uh, the dirtiest player in the game won. For now, dun dun dun. Which game? Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I have no idea. Is it Game of Thrones or... Oh, yeah, or huh. Game of Thrones dogs. just came out. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't tell Paolo, but uh, the game doesn't work with my computer setup right now. Game of Thrones? But... No. <laughs> Sleeping dogs. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Doesn't work right now. So... Oh, yeah. dude, this is, uh, this is something kind of... On tangent, but not really. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm taking a I'm taking a uh, I'm taking a class on intellectual property law. Right? My favorite subject. Fucking useless in this jurisdiction, right? Because you know enforcement is an issue. Great law, but enforcement issues. Um, and I was looking forward to you know coming back to third world Linux and talking about like all of these software patent issues and stuff right like because that's, that's oh, always yeah. a big thing right yeah and, you know take it from the we point get riled of view, up you know the intellectual yeah. property code of the philippines blah 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 blah. so anyway, we have this um we have this list of things that are not subject to patents right so uh scientific laws <laughs> mathematical notation or ma- mathematical formulas that sort of thing mm-hmm. and among the list of things in the enumeration is software program or computer programs. Like you can patent that? Yeah, it's it's not patentable in the Philippine jurisdiction. Huh. Huh. So I was like Okay. I was like, alright, so there goes an entire discussion <laughs> <laughs> that you will not have. <laughs> yeah. No, the discussion is why is there why doesn't it not exist? It's hmm. a good question because software patents fucking suck. Yeah, because it's I mean anti-free, anti-freedom. I mean I should have completed it. <laughs> anti-freedom, <laughs> like anti-free. 
It's like a nice met like punk hardcore band anti free. <laughs> Are you free? <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, wait, let, me just, let me just pull up the intellectual property code so I can give like a proper list of the things that aren't patentable. What do I know about the global legacies of modernism? What do you know about the global legacies of modernism? No idea. I'd know about post-war avant-garde Japan, uh, photography in Japan. Uh, I know I, I definitely love and know the new topographic approach and its legacy. Uh, well, at least I know. I'm familiar with some of them I could say in my proposal to the grant. I'm not going to say I have a PhD, whatever. Yeah, but, there. <laughs> uh, so you're not allowed to patent discoveries, scientific theories, and mathematical methods, uh, programs for computers. Plant varieties or animal breeds that are biological processes. <laughs> Why do I find it so funny? Like, I will grow this plant. Now pay me. <laughs> like you can't patent a dog breed, I think. Yeah. <laughs> All shih tzus. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> Imagine somebody patents the Ascal. <laughs> Oh, it's it's, uh, it's it's worth noting uh, that um, that patents, copyrights, and trademarks are three different things. Yeah, right. Because like a lot of people tend to mess, tend tend to mix them up. Yeah, you, you can patent the process, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you file a copyright for the name, or a file a trademark for the name, right? Right. So a trademark is okay, what it is. Okay. It's Here a, we go. A trademark <clears throat> is something that identifies your brand. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right. So that's a trademark. A logo. Yeah. A logo like color that. scheme fonts. Yeah. Uh, copyright is more used for creative works, expressions of an idea. So books, photos, music, and patents are for inventions. So you come up with a new machine. Like if you come up with a fucking perpetual motion machine, haha, <laughs> scientific impossibility, <laughs> apparently. But yeah, so if you come up with something like that, then you apply for a patent. And it's, it's a lot more rigorous mm-hmm. when you apply for a patent. Mm-hmm. Um, like a copyright you get a copyright upon creation of the work itself. Whereas with a patent, you have to apply for it, right? Um, Well, think of it like this. You have a book that has a technical drawing in it. Yes. You have a copyright over the book, but you don't have a patent for the drawing. So if somebody comes up with a machine based on the drawing in the book, and you don't have a patent over that machine, you can't claim patent infringement, even if you have Mm. a copyright over the book. Ooh. Well, well, it's nice because it's easily protected. But well, no, well, I don't know because it was there was a case that was just like that. Um, it was an American case about a book that had uh, like like worksheets in them or something that you know you can just sort of was talking about like a method of studying or some shit like that or some some sort of method, and the person didn't have a patent over that method, but had a copyright over the book and relied on the strength of the copyright. But mm-hmm. um, it is not covered by a patent. So if you come up with a machine or a totally brand new camera, you make a technical drawing and you put it in a book and you copyright the book, you cannot claim that somebody who made a camera based on your drawing in that book infringed. Mm. Because you don't have a patent over the invention. Yeah. You have a copyright yeah. over the book or copyright on the book. 
Uh, so that's how those manuals or how-to guides are okay. Because they, have you get, my they have a patent on... They probably have a patent on the machine. No, I mean, say I made a guide on how to build something. Say a camera. Mm-hmm. If did, other did you, people uh, did you invent use my guide... Huh? <laughs> did you invent what, what? the camera? No, just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I wish I did. But <laughs> just saying. Just saying. So say I made a guide how to assemble a camera and whatnot. So I can't sue them for, hey, I should earn a percentage for every money you earn because of you using my camera. Yeah. I invented. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't do that. Okay. Yeah. Unless you invented the camera and applied for a patent, which is an arduous process in any jurisdiction. In any jurisdiction. Cause, uh, and, 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 and that's how, say, those who treat 3D print stuff, like the 3D printer company, would not be able to claim ownership or well, copyright of the things that are tr- 3D printed there, right? That the owners of the 3D printer, I'm not making sense. And it's okay. We can <laughs> let that go. <laughs> I mean, it's making, I, I answered it in my head. So I'm okay now. <laughs> well, either way. Either way. Copy left for the win. Yeah. Copy left. Uh, Roman Reigns got suspended. Yes, he did. I have a feeling not because like everybody's saying, oh, he's a druggie and whatnot. I think he got this. I still believe it's a shoot. Even though Roman was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm owning this up. I still believe. I think it's a shoot. 